0: Good evening everyone, you sons of bitches just drugged me out of bed, I was comfortable trying to get some sleep, it's been a long couple of weeks, and uh, when I got that donation last week, kind of sent me for a little bit of a, a fucking loop, I think I figured out Tonight, why it sent me for a little bit of a loop it made me realize that there was people uh, out there listening and really enjoying what I'm doing and as I said earlier, this was just something I wanted to do is kind of a a joke and something to spare, a few extra just to fill some of my little bit of extra time. I don't have much. I'm a father of three teenagers. I work full-time, and I live with my in-laws. So I don't have a lot of spare time, and... I don't get to see too many of my friends very often because I moved as far away from everybody as I did. I've got a couple of close friends here, but. So this was started as kind of something for me to kind of reminisce. I never expected it to take off to what it has, and thank you to everybody out there that's listening but success is scary and well i don't know if i would consider this success or not but for me this has turned into somewhat of a success from what i expected i never expected to hit 500 downloads i never expected to be on all these uh different platforms that I'm on. And so I guess getting that donation and seeing how much this is growing and people are liking it is kinda skirt me a little bit because it was something like I keep saying, it was just something for me. And <clears throat> honestly I do notice it is helping me in some ways, just getting some of this crap off my chest. But that's enough of that sappy, sappy bullshit. So I guess uh, I'll start a little story here. A couple of quick short ones. Should be not a really long, long episode. Like I said, you fuckers drug me out of bed tonight. Felt that you needed to hear that little tidbit. So I'll give you a couple of... will give you a couple of stories to go along with it. So I had this friend. Well, still have, still have him. He's still a really good friend. And uh, first time I met, ever met him, he was renting a room from Brent's mom. Because like I said, <clears throat> the one bedroom was pretty much always either empty or they had their rent <clears throat> they had a renter in it. So this friend, he was renting a room. Uh and uh we were all going over to a party at one of the Justin's houses. He asked if he could come and of course we told him to come along. Oh, he goes into his room, he loads up a backpack and we get over to the party, start introducing him to everybody, or no, we got over to the party, dropped his bag, a couple people came over and asked him who he was, and he cracked his bag wide open, and there was, fuck, all kinds of booze in there. Well, at that, that point, we knew that he fit with the rest of us. And it was just kind of always, he was there (laughs) he moved up to where we grew up from Down in southern BC Because his dad was up in our own town And him and his dad didn't get along very well when he moved up So if I ever get him on and he decides he wants to talk about that We'll let you, but we'll, we'll let him But, uh, he ended up there and then I don't remember why, but he got kicked out of there and, oh, he has ADHD really, really bad, they say. So he always had a prescription of Ritalin and Ritalin didn't do shit to him. But if you don't need it, it is like ultra, ultra fucking focus and he had a never ending prescription of that that he was always throwing around at everybody, too. So, needless to say, he was. He was fun. Just like the rest of us were, right? That's why he fit in as well as he did back then. But he had some tough times over the years, and we all helped him out when we could. But he helped everybody else out when he could, too, so. Um, he had this basement suite (laughs) and I don't know how the fuck he didn't kill us all really because he was working eight hours at one restaurant and then it was four or six hours at the next restaurant. And by the time he'd get back, We'd have a full-fledged fucking party going on in his basement suite. And there was always girls waiting around for him to come home. Because he was a dirty, dirty whore. But he sure had a thing. The, the, The ladies sure loved him. So we'll call him LL Cool Tea. Because the ladies always loved him. So, LL. And cool, because it's like LL Cool J. But he wasn't that cool. But we partied there, and he had a few people that flopped on his couch because they didn't have anywhere else to go. And I remember (laughs) the morning after one party, there was this guy that we had that hung around, and he was... Well, almost as tall as Scratch. I don't think he was quite as tall, though. But he was at least 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, and the kitchen table that L.L. Tea had was pretty damn small. Well, the one morning, this guy woke up, or we woke up to him, Cuddled up on the kitchen table, hugging a fucking pizza. One of the funniest things I ever saw. Uh, Another time, this other girl, (laughs) me and LL Cool T, went and picked her up from the high school, which was only a couple blocks away from where this basement suite was. And she come over to visit us for the afternoon. Well, we were drinking. Big fucking surprise. I think we might have even been smoking a little bit of dope, but I don't remember. <clears throat> so she comes over and we're sitting there and we're drinking and drinking and drinking. And well, she didn't want to cause her dad's an old biker and she had to go home and he was home. And she didn't want to be drunk when she got home But she wanted to have a couple drinks Well A couple drinks with her was like a couple drinks with the rest of us The thought was Go out for one And stay till two (laughs) Any of you country fans out there Will know that one But she had a couple, then it was a couple of shots, and we were having a blast listening to tunes, and bullshitting, and having drinks. And then we realized it was about 20 minutes till her bus was going to be at the school to pick her up. So we figured, fuck, we better get her there. We don't want her dad coming looking for us. So we walk her over to the school. She gets onto the bus, and she is fucking smammered, (laughs) Like, bad, bad smammered. She gets on the bus. She makes it home. I guess the bus driver had to wake her up when she got off the bus or at her bus stop. And she said that she remembered walking in the house and telling her dad she wasn't feeling good and went straight to bed and passed out. It took her a little while to admit to us the rest of that. But she had pissed her pants on the school bus because she was that fucking drunk. And that was why she told her dad she wasn't feeling good and she was sick. and So she went and had a shower and changed her clothes and went and climbed into bed and slept for the night. Told us she'd never fucking do that again. <laughs> I know LL Cool T is listening out there (laughs) So I'm sure he's laughing his ass off at this story But uh, things didn't always stay on top for him He ended up getting punted out of there Probably because of all the rest of us shitheads And then him and King And me well, I wasn't homeless at the time. I just did air quotes for that for some reason. It was one of the times that I did something and pissed Mama off or whatever, and she told me it was time to leave till I was ready to dummy up. So we were wandering around, just being shitheads, car hopping, doing all kinds of crap, and... LL Coolty sees this van, and he's like, I can get into that one. So he opens the door up on it, and some fucking guy is sleeping in the back of this van. Well, you'd think a normal fucking person would be like, nope, bad idea. But not LL Coolty. Fuck that's a horrible name But it's so funny <laughs> No, nope, Not LL Coolty He climbs right into that van And goes through And steals the guy's cigarettes And All the change out of it And everything <laughs> He could get his fucking hands on in that thing <laughs> Yeah Fucking Just nuts Well then uh, When I was allowed to Go back home because I had my shit straightened out. Mom let King and El -El Coolty come and crash. And whatever, they were two of my best friends. And there was no way I was going to not let them stay if she said they could. Even though they annoyed the piss out of me. Let me tell you. Sometimes they wouldn't disappear And well As LL Cool T Knows One of the fa- one of my favorite Times when he pissed me off And I had enough of him I said uh, I'm going Downstairs because my room was upstairs We were sitting there watching TV Or movie or listening to music or something And uh I told him I was going downstairs to make a sandwich. I went downstairs. Mom was on the couch. I threw my shoes on and walked out the door. As I'm walking out the door, Mom says, where are you going? I'll just out for a bit. Well, El Cooly came downstairs. Probably about 15, 20 minutes later, from what I understand. Looked at Mom and said, where'd he go? She's like, oh, I didn't even realize you were here. He left about 15, 20 minutes ago. Said he'd be right back. You could stay till he gets back. Well, I went out partying. <laughs> it was two or three days before I came back. The motherfucker was still at my house. He still laughs about it. Thinks it's pretty funny. But still calls me a dirty rotten asshole. But I guess that's about all I really have to say tonight. I don't know if this is right about the same length of episodes as I've been doing or not. Because I haven't looked. But I need to just again. Thanks everybody. Remember... Like, comment, share, overload me, overwhelm me, <laughs> and fire off uh, emails. All one word, all lowercase. Tales of a messed up northern boy at gmail.com. These are also now all on YouTube. We're on all major Uh Platforms now The only one I've been having issues with Is Apple And that's probably just because I'm Apple stupid So Thanks again to Russ for that one And uh I'm seeing a little bit of feedback on the interwebs about the Russellites, and it looks like he might have to have a little bit of competition, because there might be another kind of cult firing up from the guys over at the Blue Collar Philosophers podcast. You should check them out. Actually, their episode on cults hits pretty close to home for them, so... Here's a quick little shout-out for them that I didn't even mean to happen. But seriously, go check them out. And uh, again, I'm going to bring up the Dusty Shed. We are trying to figure some kind of a promotional thing out. So I won't say too much, but go over and check out the Dusty Shed Wood Company on Facebook. Incredible, beautiful work. Um, I know he's built chopsticks like he does chopsticks. Handmade fucking chopsticks. You're not going to find that. Uh, bought a set of those for my oldest son. He loves them. Absolutely loves them. Like I said before, I got custom-made longboards for my kids from there. Um, He can do anything he does now. He can laser etch or laser engrave. I'm not sure what you would consider it, but he can do that, and that would be pretty cool for doing if you've got somebody that plays crib or because he can do the crib board and you can do a customized crib board for them. Or there's those bubble bath things. I should actually have one of those for when I'm recording in the bathtub so that I could set a drink on it, set my phone on it and just talk. And then I wouldn't have to worry about holding my phone. That's not a bad idea. And I'm sure I could even get something funny engraved in it, but If you were thinking about doing something like that for your wife with one of those fancy things for holding their wine glass in the bathtub and a book or whatever all the Dusty Shed does for them, you could probably even get a message from you to your wife about how much you appreciate her and she deserves that time in the bathtub Whether you believe it or not It's uh, Probably be a pretty good Panty remover So get over there Check them out Remember those things I said And If you place an order Or even if you just want to say hi to them Shoot them a message Let them know you heard about them On Tales of a Messed-Up Northern Boy. And on that note, everybody, don't walk a mile in my shoes, because that won't impress me. Live 30 seconds in my head, and you will see why I am a messed-up northern boy. And these are my tales. Peace, bitches.